Welcome to Polish Your Persona. I'm Janica, your host, and each week I provide bite-sized polished pointers on how to refine your own reputation by creating small sophisticated habits that add up in a big way. In this episode, I review polished nail practices and what it takes to find an appropriate fragrance for yourself. If you're curious about working with me, take a look at my website www.better-professional.com That's B-E-T-T-E-R-professional.com There you'll find links to my services which now include private coaching. Learn to stand out unapologetically and define your presence with me on this episode of Polish Your Persona. Nailing a polished effect. Short nails, long nails, very long nails, claws. Nails can make or break your impression. As physically small as they are, nails say a disproportionate amount about how you take care of the rest of yourself. There's a large industry based around nail art This is perfect if you're a nail technician for it complements your industry. However, when looking to achieve a polished persona, this does not work in your favor. Nails should complement your image, not distract from it, because it's detrimental to all of the work you've put into your polished look. Less is more. The trick to nails is if you don't have the time or resources to go to the nail salon weekly or bi-weekly, then cut them to be very short and keep them manicured and round. A natural look never goes out of fashion. It's very easy to maintain your own cuticles. I learned from modeling school at the age of 10 to push your cuticles down so that you see the moon crescents on your nails. There are cuticle removing tools you can find at most pharmacies. I suggest you use this tool once a week. When in doubt, stay natural with your nails. The best examples I can think of for women who take natural care seriously, are Sarah Jessica Parker and Gwyneth Paltrow. Let's say you are in a workplace that allows you to have your nails done. There are industries that require you to have a certain nail color. Much like the airline I once worked for, the choices were specifically red, natural or French. One's choosing colors that complement your skin tone and making sure they consistently look new. This will help add polish to your persona. The reason I say this is because the color of a person's nails can tell you a lot about them. Can you think of someone that has nails that are a revolving door of bright colors or are short, black, 
and chipped. What message do you think this person is communicating? Red short nails are acceptable in most industries. However, you should make sure to carry a matching bottle of that specific red color in your purse in case of any chipping. Natural is always the best color choice. No matter what you wear, your nails will complement and not conflict and are often hard to see any chips when they happen. Gel nail polish is a fantastic way to avoid varnish damage. When I switched to gel nails, I would ask for two top coats to solidify the color even more. This made them indestructible. A colleague of mine did her own gel nails with an at-home kit and they very rarely chipped. These at-home gel nail kits are now very easily available and I highly recommend taking the time to master doing your own nails, especially if you don't have the option to go to the nail salon every couple of weeks. Now, toenails are just as important. There are times I'll see a woman with open toe shoes, which are stunning, but her toenails are not as such. Hmm. On the flip side, you'll be impressed by a woman who has well-kept, perfectly pedicured feet. I propose investing in pedicures every two to three weeks, but if you can do this yourself, then I commend you. Well-pedicured feet are somewhat non-negotiable. Your perfect scent. A close friend of mine complimented my scent over the summer. She went on to tell me how difficult it was for her to select a scent that she loved to which I responded that scents are so personal for everyone. People can be known for their scent and each person has different memory triggers with what they smell. Think about when you last smelled a fragrance. Did it take you back to a particular time and place? There are a couple of ways you can look at how to choose a fragrance that works just for you. Here is one of them. If you think about the changes between seasons, how you dress and how you feel are different. Why not also adjust the fragrance you wear to reflect the time of year? Here in New England, there are four solid seasons and in other parts of the world, just two or three. I personally have a scent for each season, which now I shall reveal to you. For the summer, I enjoy using Eau de Blanc by Bulgari. During the fall months, it's Stella 
by Stella McCartney. This one's actually been with me for about 10 years. In the winter, I endure applying Solel Neige by Tom Ford. And for spring, my current go-to is Rouge Trafalgar by Christian Dior. An alternate approach is to have a daytime fragrance that is lighter and airier and an evening fragrance with more depth to the scent. I appreciate Angelina Jolie's thoughts about her scent preference, which is, I don't like fragrances that are too strong or sweet. I like a fragrance that is earthy and sensual and can be worn at any time. Another idea is to have a simple fragrance that you wear all year round. There are many women that I know who wear Coco Mademoiselle by Chanel. And this seems to be a classic choice for women who are very established. One friend of mine discovered her own beautiful creation with a mix of two Jo Malone fragrances. You were always aware of her presence simply by her unique scent. The perfume market is oversaturated, so it can be overwhelming to choose something that speaks to you. Throughout your years, you may rotate your fragrances, and this is not uncommon for women to do. Have patience and keep looking for one that complements who you are as a person. What I recommend avoiding when you are making your mark on the world and looking to create a more polished persona are the very sweet fragrances. These are often a useful choice and do not necessarily help you make a statement of confidence. Be careful to spritz the right amount on yourself. Less, in this case, is more. Remember this, especially when you are on your way to a meeting where you know it may be an enclosed small space. It is best not to use any fragrance at all in this instance. Scents transcend your physical area. They make a statement regardless of where you are or what you're doing. There are many occasions where someone will walk past and you can't breathe or you feel sick from the lingering smell. I'm sure you may have experienced this in the past. Leading me to my final point. An easy way to help yourself not be that person is to get a rollerball version for your fragrance and dab it on your wrists. Also dab it on your neck just behind your ears. It's very helpful to carry it if you want to reapply after a long day where it may have worn off and freshen up before heading to drinks with friends or meeting your partner for dinner. Become remembered 
for the way you smell. By following my suggestions, you'll do so in an elegant way. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that my advice helps to impact your life for the better. I hope that your decision-making becomes in tune with refining your character. I hope that your newly acquired polished actions help you earn the respect that you deserve. And finally, I hope that no matter what situation you are in, you can use something you've learned in this podcast series to guide you along. Are you on Facebook or Instagram? Well, so am I. You can follow me at better.professional. That's B-E-T-T-E-R dot professional. And if you prefer Twitter or LinkedIn, I'm also there and you can look for me at Janica Lemaitre. That's J-A-N-I-K-A-L-E-M-A-I-T-R-E. For upcoming episodes, tune in on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and hear more of my guidance on how to polish your persona.